welcome back to another episode of As the Drum Turns. Jeff, how's it going today? It's going great. It is Christmas week, and I am very excited. My household is pumped. Um, what, what about you guys? <laughs> we are excited, I guess. Yeah, we're uh, we're excited. We got a lot of. We always have a lot going on with our church and all that stuff. So we got the Christmas play done yesterday with the young people and. Uh, so my, my my wife can relax a little bit on, on that. She's stuff. in charge of the Christmas play. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, yeah. I got to watch a little bit of it online. It was really sweet. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have they had a good time. We got a, real, a, a big group of, of kids, and they're all young, so it's a little 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 more difficult this year. Yes. But it was uh, fun nonetheless. Good, good. You got all your shopping done? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, only. <laughs> You know, buy for my wife and my dad and my brother. So my wife does everything else. So uh, I, I'm about a 50% there. You're I, almost there. I got a little ways to go. Yes, yes. I'm running out of time. Is it hard to buy for your dad? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Ryan, but, uh, you know, you know yeah. how it is. Yes, I do. I do. All right. All right. Okay, so uh, what's been going on uh, this week so far? We're kind of doing the podcast a little bit early in the week. So um, what you got? Yeah, just busy. You know, obviously everyone's getting off Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, us included. And so we're trying to jam pack a full week in three days trying to catch up. You know, we're still still playing catch up pretty good and got a lot of irons in the fire right now, a lot of deals uh, that are in the works. So... But we're working on them. Hopefully, we'll get all this done and then be back at it. Uh, back at it Saturday. Yeah. So when you say more deals in the works, what does that mean? Well, I know you can't get. What is that? What do you mean by that? We do have an acquisition coming up uh, the first week of January, so we'll announce that here pretty soon. Okay. You're, I guess you're just learning that too. Yes. Expression. I'm like, so, oh, <laughs> uh, it's not. It's not super big. Okay. Okay. Pretty good size company and. Uh, then we all we always have deals, uh, land deals, putting up plants, and a lot of people don't realize that. But we've got uh, Jeremy's working on three plants in Tennessee right now that we're putting up, uh, and and Southern Kentucky. So one in Southern Kentucky and th- and two in Tennessee that we're working on right now. And then we have a number of concrete plants that we're putting up in Florida. Jack Seagull, he's finished with the plant in St. Augustine, so we should be running that within the next week, I would think. Brand new plant we put up. He's putting another one up in Baldwin, Florida for us, so we're looking forward to that. And then Gary Ware uh, is putting up our plant in St. Cloud, Florida. I'm very excited about that. And then we've opened uh, opened the other plant there that we had, had recently purchased, so we that one's running. And then Kevin went, we put another plan up on a, a site in Panama City. Kevin got that going, you know, quickly and did a great job with that. So anyway, we just, we, we always have a number of plants that we're putting up. And with that, you're always buying a lot of property. Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, we hired a general counsel about, I don't know, 60 days ago, 90 days ago. We, we hired yeah. J.D. Kais. And basically that means you just have a lawyer on staff that does nothing but but works for us and we've had a great relationship with jd for forever you know and uh, so that relationship goes back from really when we started in business so i was very pleased to have him and, and have him join our team but 
Uh, I just talked to him this morning. I think we've got eight eight deals that we're closing on in the next thirty days. You know, land deals, acquisitions, whatever whatever the case may be. Mm. So you have uh, JD um, number one, number two, and number three. <laughs> you guys have a lot of JDs. <laughs> a lot of JDs, but maybe one day we can hire someone without the name JD. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, but all, all three of those guys do a great job. So yeah, yeah. in the name. That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right. So uh, I see you've got some notes over there, and I just want to see uh, what you're thinking. Yeah. We- we were just talking before we got started here about this concept of, of bump the lamp. And if you remember one of the cockerel, I can't remember if it was the son or the dad. It was the son. Son. Uh, but he, he brought this out talking about why details matter. And basically in the movie Roger Rabbit, mm-hmm. which I can't, I don't remember this. Are but you I'll take old enough word. to think? Have yeah. you ever seen Roger Rabbit, Jeff? Uh, yeah, I have. I have. But <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah. But anyway, one of the scenes... He, he he talks about or, or the animators uh, show where the rabbit, I guess it was, bumps the lamp and they go into this, how long it took them for that lamp to move and to, to replicate the action of, of a physical person bumping the lamp. And, you know, it sounds super trivial, but when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, would that have changed the movie or would it not? You know, a lot of people would argue back and forth, but they would argue that details matter. And details mattered in the sense that they wanted to create a great uh, movie. And they ended up creating a great movie there and was very successful. And was it successful only because they bumped the lamp? No. But it was that was one of the reasons why. Because that goes to tell you how the designers and the creators of a movie uh, are so engulfed in the details. And I think a lot of that is applicable into business. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got to be able to... Uh, be honed in on the details, taking care of all the little things that seem to be insignificant but are just absolutely important to the success of the overall business. And, and so that's something I think that we can all work on. We can all uh, keep getting better at is looking for ways to, to bump the lamp, looking for ways to go the extra mile to do a little bit better, be better than our competition, be better than, uh, than any, you know, anyone else that we compete against. And we can we can do that by paying attention to the details. Yeah, and I, I'll say you know a lot of times people um, they think everyone's going to notice you know when you bring out the details, but that's not true. You know, not everybody is going to be real excited when we decide to to go the extra mile on something, and not everyone will notice. But the the people that um, that do that does matter to them. Absolutely, and you know it's it's the you obviously no matter what you got to do the big things. You got to service. You got to take every call. You you got to do the big things. You got to have great quality concrete. But then it's like okay, that's we're producing in the eighty percent, you know, percentile. You know, eighty percent of everybody that produces concrete, they produce a, a quality product. Uh, they they do pretty decent on service, etc. So how do we step into that? that top 20%. And I, I really believe to go to the next level, you're detail oriented. You know, you're literally taking every order that calls when they call. You're handling customer service complaints within 24 hours. And those are things that we're just, we're still slipping on a little bit, is we're not handling complaints uh, soon enough in a lot of a lot of times. And, and we've got to get better at that. You know, we got to bump the lamp, pay attention to the details. You know, because if you take a complaint that's a 10-yard complaint, you know, cracking, whatever it is, delamination, you name it, 
we know it's not our fault. We know, we're, you know, we, we kind of go in with this preconceived notion that we're going to deny the claim. Here's what you got to always understand. Even if we're denying the claim, that's a big, important purchase for a lot of people that bought that concrete. You know, so if they've spent a thousand dollars or two thousand or three thousand, five thousand dollars on concrete doing their driveway or their patio, or their sidewalk, that's so important to the person that purchased that that product. And we need to approach that issue with that in mind. That that customer for them, it's a huge deal, just like it would be for us. You go out and you spend two or three thousand dollars or four thousand dollars on an AC unit at your house, and it goes out, or if it's not working properly. You want someone out there explaining to you why fixing the problem. It's no different with the concrete. If if we have a problem, we got to get out there in front of our customer. We got to explain what the issue is. If it's our problem, we got to fix it immediately. If it's not our problem, we got to figure out a best way to, to get that customer taken care of. And that's the difference between, or should be the difference between buying from SRM and buying from someone else. Yeah. You know, something else that I want to bring out, too, is we've got to be careful in, in getting bullheaded and, and, and getting so stubborn in, in our the way we do things that we lose openness and being vulnerable. Uh, we, we have a way in which we run our business. We're not dictating from that. You know, our pricing strategy is important to us. The way we purchase raw materials, the way that we purchase our CapEx, all those things are extremely important. We want to stick to the program. But there are other things in, in which we need to be vulnerable with our customer and realize that <clears throat> sometimes you can be right and be wrong at the same time. You know, you can be right in the sense that, yeah, that issue is this, but you're wrong in the sense that you, you isolated the customer. Right. And and we there's such a fine line between just giving everybody what they want and us us uh, working with the customer to retain business and and it's, it's it's tough it's tough for our managers our general managers our salespeople but they've got to figure out and do a good job at threading the needle you know mm-hmm. some, sometimes there's a lot of times I get calls I know it's not our issue I explain it's not but if a customer's asking me for help you know I feel like it's my job to give them help right. uh, if, if I can you know so that's something I think we all need to, to look at if you're a general manager or salesperson you know, we got to make decisions. You got to make decisions every day, make decisions to take care of customers, pay attention to the details, making sure that we're engaging our operators and giving them the tools that they need to do their job, our dispatchers, our plant managers, quality control in the office, you name it. Uh, we get honed in on these details, bump the lamp, pay attention mm-hmm. to what we're doing. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna really, uh, to really separate us from the crowd. That's right. That's right. Yeah, just going that extra effort can mean so much to uh, to, to one customer. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we hope everyone has a wonderful Christmas. Um, and anything else you want to Just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Yeah. I hope everyone enjoyed the uh, Team Appreciation Day. That's right. You know, everyone got lunch and uh, jackets are soon to come for the mm-hmm. folks that They're haven't gotten coming. them already. That's right. Uh, but just, you know, again, thank you, everybody. I hope you watched the video Laura put together. Uh, she bumped the lamp, did a good job with, with that. And, uh, you know, so we just, we just thank everyone. Hope you have a blessed and Merry Christmas. All right. Have a great week.